Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's been great being with you this week and sharing God's truth, talking about just communication with God here yesterday and, and today, and just want to continue to share God's truth and encourage you to be men and women of God. God has great things in store for those who will pursue Him. And I hope that we're pursuing Him with all our heart. I make that choice to do that. I hope you make that choice. It is a choice. Look at your life. Look at your time scale. How much time do you give God? How much time in a week do you give God? Some of you give God 40 hours your week, and nowadays a lot of people don't. They give, I said, give God, give your work, I meant, 40 hours a week. You may give your church an hour a week, maybe two. If you have an hour of worship service, an hour of small group, you got a couple hours or an hour of Sunday school. What goes beyond that? Is that where it ends? Or are you uh, pursuing God every single day? You have a time at home. It's good. I try every morning to get up calling upon God as I walk into the kitchen, as I walk into the room, Lord, be with me today. Guide me today. I want the presence of God in my life. I'm not somebody that's holier than thou. I can tell you that for sure. But I know this. If I honor God, he will honor me because that's what the word of God tells us in Samuel. Honor God and he will honor you. You know, the easy answer is to receive knowledge with God is to spend time with him. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that in our lives that we'd spend time with you. God, we'd call upon you day and night. Lord, as we're driving in the car, as we're walking down the road, as we're spending time with our families, that you would be in the center of it all. Lord Jesus, we need you. We desperately need you. Give us that strength today in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, the easy answer that we have to spend time with God is to spend time in serious prayer, asking him to direct you. I use the word serious here because Think, I think too many people do not take time to seriously call on God. We just want to shoot him a one-liner from time to time to feel good about ourselves instead of getting alone with God and seeking his will and direction and knowledge. I'm so thankful that I watched my father grow up seeking God all the time in public, in private, wherever it was at. He was seeking God. It was a great example And I've always wished I could be more like him, you know. But God said, I've created you all differently. We're all different. I could never be my father, but I could love God like my father. I could love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. I want to get greater. Even at 68 years old, I want to grow in the things of God. David's passage also said, abound in insight. And not just insight, but the depth, 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 I can't even say the word, of insight. Our Lord is anxious. He's anxious to be there for us and to lead us. And of course, as we serve him, we know that he has some great things in store for us. We just have to believe. Just as he told Thomas after the resurrection, he said, Blessed are those who believe without seeing. Jesus knew the impact of his statement would affect Thomas, and would affect all those who would someday read this passage like you and me. Folks, understand this. We are all a work in progress. None of us are everything we need to be. But hopefully, we are taking one step at a time to be better. 
Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, the Apostle Paul says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus, until the day of Christ Jesus, till the day you see him coming, every eye will see him, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's live for him every day. And that day could be coming soon. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but I believe the Lord is coming before we know it. He's going to be here, and it's going to be like a flash of lightning. It's going to be in a flash. There he is, and people are going to see him. And they're going to see him face to face. And I hope people will say, Lord, I'm so glad to see you. And I'm going to be in your presence. It's a progress. Every day we make progress to getting to know him better and becoming better people and stronger in the Lord. We have to learn to enjoy people now, not later. Enjoy people now. Enjoy each other. Communicate with each other. We've been talking about communication. Have communication Develop friendships, not only in your church family, but as you go into the marketplace, develop friendships. So people say, how you doing, Tom? What's going on in your life? And you can respond back and they might ask, why is it that you're happy? Why is it you? Because God is a part of my life. I honor Jesus first and foremost. You can enjoy people when you look beyond their weaknesses and recognize like ourselves that we are in a life together, looking at the bright side of people and what God can do in them versus their weaknesses. Which just leads us to this. Love people from the heart. Yes, love people from the heart. Now we always have Valentine's Day in February and we give hearts and we always tell people we love them and write, I love you to your wife, or your you're better, you're whoever you're with, and your kids, and it's all a day about love. With Jesus, every day is a day about love. Maybe we should start giving hearts out every day. Say, Jesus loves you. Make it a heart cookie. In fact, frosted heart cookie. How's that sound? Hey, I think that sounds pretty good. You know, love people from the heart. I always read about sports, and I follow sports very closely, and and I, I remember how they had a team back when Coach Arson was here. They had a team building time on the on the blue. They had, I think they watched the movie and they had food. They brought their sleep bags. They camped overnight on the blue field and watched a movie on the big video board. But one of the players said it was great because normally the team is broken up into the categories like tight ends, linemen, linebackers, running backs, whatever. This gave the team the opportunity to get to know each other on a team where the positions are different and nobody's better than anybody else, you need each other to have chemistry. You know, and I know that. I know that as a coach and I know that watching. And now I, I follow, uh, I had him on the radio here last month. I follow um, my friend Austin Bolt, who goes to my church. Great kid. Read my lips. You're going to hear from him from Boise State in the future. They don't talk about him now, but I've, I've watched him play since he's been a third or fourth grade, and I'm telling you what, the kid's going to be a winner. He is going to be a winner, and he's already a winner because he loves God. But I got to have him and George Halani and and C.J. Tiller at our church to share for our men's, and man, what great testimonies those guys have, how they love God. We need to be that. We need to be that living testimony, and we need to learn to communicate. Heart love begins with understanding, understanding that we are all different, and that we all carry baggage with us, but we love people 
because God so loved us and asked us to love one another. It was so important to him that it was second only to the love of the Lord, your God. We are told to love our neighbor as ourselves. You know, and I think that that's very, very important in our lives. Too many times there's a lot of cynicism out there. It is doubting and fearing of the good in another. That's what cynicism is. We just can't see it happening. So we have virtually put out the flame of hope for someone. How many of you have done that with somebody? You just can't believe they can turn around. You have negative thoughts. And many times, unfounded thoughts. And many times, thoughts that you've heard from others because they have put them down so much. Let's learn to love and pray for one another, whether we like what they do or not. To be team players for the kingdom of God, to have success in helping Christ build his kingdom of believers, we as individuals have to choose to build or to destroy. I think most of us understand that. But frankly, don't think much about it. We just go on in life. I, I've said this many times on the radio that I got a daughter that is a very, very positive person. I remember when she was little, always trying to think positively. And 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 she said one time to me, Daddy, why are you looking at the bad side and studying the best side? Somehow she got it at an early age. And then as a youth, my friend, Pastor Brian Seidel, Oregon well, Faith Journey Church now in Caldwell, he uh, had a tremendous youth group, and he 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 raised her up in a in a great way, along with us at home. That she just had a deep love for God, people of God. We need to take a leap of love, loving people because they are one of God's great creation, with an incredible upside. To be on God's team, it takes loving others with all our hearts, showing grace in trials. If we could grasp that principle, the result would be evident. So that means we need to look at ourselves in a mirror and see what we're portraying. If you have a judgmental spirit, then release a judgmental spirit. Listen to Jesus' point in Matthew chapter 7 on the Sermon of the Mount, verses 1 through 5. He says this, and you've read this many times, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, hey, let me take that speck out of your eye, when you at the same time have a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do you hear that? Do not judge, or you too will be judged. People, it will come back to you just the same way you judged another. Team building, communication comes from getting the plank out of our own eye before trying to get the speck out of our brother's eye. Simple concept, but when lived out, powerful and moving and team building. We need to be about team building. We need to be about God. Folks, let's do that. People need to be loved. They need to be encouraged. They need to be forgiven. Let it begin with you. Be a team player. Get on board. Say, Lord, I'm going to make a difference for you. And you know what? Your life will be changed. Those around you will be changed. The power of God 
will be working through you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.